That just drains your battery. On Ventura. Got to get on it. I don't know it. what that is. It's, what, does it do anything different? I don't, I don't really know. It uh, it links up your... So if you have, you know, you have like your Mac account, you know, between your phone and your computer or whatever, it will... Yeah. Uh, give the wi- it will give Wi-Fi information between the two devices. So like, but I already already have those logged in. Yeah, but if you don't, like, let's say you're somewhere, you know, and then you you sign up the Wi-Fi on your phone, right? You open your computer, okay. it will attach, it will know that password and then attach it for you. You don't even have to type it in again. Okay, that's, not, that's it. Well, that's the the first feature I've I I I ex- okay. I, ex- I, I, I read in a fucking Maxim gotcha. magazine because I'm reading Maxim oh, these days. Ma- Maxim magazine, M A C um, I Z M Maxim. Yes. Or Z I M. Yes, M I C Z I Z I Maxim. It's uh, yeah, Maxim. Yeah. It's a play on words. It's it the front cover mm-hmm. very salacious. Mm-hmm. Inside of it, it's mostly just binary code. Yeah, so front front and center, Steve Jobs in a thong. And I mean like present day Steve Jobs in a thong. Beautiful. Uh, and then mostly on the inside, it's just ones and zeros. I love that. It's not bad. One, ones and zeros, ones being absolutely hot chicks, zeros being dead girls? Yeah, in a binary world, folks, you know, there's ones and zeros, gay and straight, hot or not. Like, it's not that difficult. I think everyone's just making a big deal out of everything these days. You know, you know, Cam, everything is a, everything has never been a bigger deal than it is right now. Everything ev- always is everything now. Think about that. Put it in perspective. Yeah. Now, you originally pitched that. You originally pitched the film Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, I had a different title, but it was similar. It was a very similar film. Um, yeah. You had to you had you had to step away from the production, just you know, citing differences. You you saw more of a um, a, a white uh, group of actors and actresses, and the production team kind of wanted to you know to incorporate more Asian Americans and things like that. And then you right. forcefully left the production after you heard that. Oh, I was not happy. You- <laughs> I was not. Oh, yeah, happy. You're telling. You're telling me. You're telling. I, I, I said, "There's, there's enough of that." I read about. There's enough. I read of about that. it in Maxim magazine. Yeah, <laughs> there's good articles. There was in there. Some, I read it for. I read it for the articles. I read Maxim magazine for the articles. Yes. Quite frankly, and the boobs. Yeah, and and the articles and the advertisements. The advertisements. Yes, I, 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 I it was. I, I was 23 years old before I realized that Playboy had naked photos. Oh, you skipped that part. I thought I, I was really, really curious about Joe Camel and his cigarettes. I love I love cigarette my, artwork. My dad has old magazines from the 70s that he kept around, and it's like 98% cigarette advertisements, and it just makes you want to light one up. <laughs> so what you're saying is the advertisements are doing its oh, job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes Big you time. really feel like you're right. I'm, I, like, I don't smoke at all, but... I, I, Fuck, I'm done reading the magazine. I'm twitching my fingers, looking for something to grab onto, biting on pencils, anything I can really do to get uh, get that feeling in my mouth. Get, you that, know? get that Marlboro feeling. Yeah, sometimes I'm stepping outside just trying to whiff for some secondhand smoke. <laughs> and doctors have said Love that's that. more dangerous, but you've been recently campaigning against the doctors. Yeah, there's no way that secondhand smoke can be worse than firsthand smoke. Like, it's second. Like, there's no way second. Like, well, second is worse than first. Yeah, 
Exactly. And therefore, smoking is okay. Smoking is healthy. It's yes. actually healthy for you. Right. Like, it can reverse certain unhealthy habits, like eating pierogies. Or eating 14 pierogies drenched with in canola mayo, oil. <laughs> oh, I was going to say drenched in mayo and sriracha. Yeah, uh, yeah, and whip up a little a little chip dip, a little chipotle mayo. Yeah, don't forget about those uh, buttered grilled onions. Do not forget about full salt butter um, sautéing with a few mushrooms. There's more butter than onion. Yeah, as it should be. You want, like, do you rem- weigh, the, weigh them both. You want more. Do you Do you remember at Laurier they had the um, challenge on Tuesdays who, like, all you can eat pierogies, pierogies and there was a guy on the board? It was like, wasn't it like 57 I, the guy had? I mean, I don't know. I knew one of the guys who uh, had the record for a period of time. Yeah. I couldn't well, tell you. you re- relative, like, it must be in the 50s. It would have been somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah he, 50 to 80 he was a, in that uh, region. He was a diver. So he always had a great physique, but he was, you know, like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, yeah. Had that Phelps thing going on about him, just that long, gangly motherfucker. I'm right here, Cam. You don't have to talk <laughs> to me like Cam, this. Cam, you are famously 5'11". <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, the doctor was wrong. It was in Maxim Magazine, Cam. <laughs> it was in Maxim. The doctor's no shit. I saw it. The doctor doesn't know yeah, shit. Yeah. He doesn't know how to read those scales. <laughs> yeah, you've been saying that yeah. a lot lately. The doctor doesn't know shit. Yeah, it's, it's funny getting into uh, debates with the physicians. They're like, we think you have a smoking problem. You're overweight, you're short, you're fat, and you stink. Yes, and you, had, and you, you told the doctors, okay, doctor, can you diagnose me without using the word stage two terminal colon cancer? <laughs> and they said, Cameron, there's no other way to describe your diagnosis. And then you said, well, that's because you, you're with the woke media. Yeah, that's right. And you say, check out these guns. And then you walk out. W- spraying bullets into the air. <laughs> You'll never catch me. And they don't. My health card's out of date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they said, sir, you need a, a, a valid health card. And you say, says who? Who are you? The government? The government? Huh? I guess they say technically kind of. <laughs> yeah, in a sense. Technically yeah. kind not, of? Not a, not a private hospital? No. Yeah. Good shit. Well, ready to kick off uh, this non-Blue Monday episode? Let's, we made it. Let's get. I'm fucking alive? Let's kick it. Let's fucking kick it. Continuing tonight on Two Seas in a Pod... ハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハッハ
as it is. You know, we really left that cliffhanger to the next season to see if you uh, landed, uh, and you did. You landed just fine. I think you just might have done a camism. It's a camism. I don't think there's uh, jump the shark. I don't think that's uh, I think that's mixing two things. Jumping the shark is a term famously coined uh, around one of the final seasons of Happy Days when the ratings were going so down the drain, but the, they wanted the show to keep going. So it was one of the first times where from a season finale to the beginning of the other season was a cliffhanger. And the cliffhanger was Fonzie on skis being pulled behind a boat and he jumps over a shark. Uh, and then it was tune in next season to see if he lands and he's alive. So jumping the shark then became a term associated with like, you've tried everything. This is your last ditch effort. Um, you know, like you're, you know, in the television world, your shit, your show is going down the toilet. Let's do anything that we can possibly do to bring intrigue towards an eyes on the product. And um, this is why Maxim turned into Maxim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is exactly it. This is exactly it. So, uh, okay, you're right. You didn't do a camism. No, no, um, no. I don't do camisms. <laughs> you'd be surprised. Yeah. I would. I would. I would love a compilation, folks. Let us know. Two seasonspod gmail dot com. I would love to know how many times I do a camism. Yeah, uh, it's, it's. I feel like that's mostly maybe never you. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought I caught you on that one. No. I thought I I thought I I thought I got you. I thought I me tooed you. No, but. Uh, no. Time's up, Cam. You didn't. Yeah. All right. Moving ahead. Okay. Moving ahead. Um, guess what? I'm sick again with a different virus. Now you. Now you. You have SARS. Like, I. I, I do. I have the immune SARS. system of an AIDS patient. Like holy fuck! <laughs> I got nothing here. I come off of RSV. I'm like feeling good. Go to New York. What's go RS, in the subway. Uh, respiratory something something. Okay. Um, it's 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 the new it's the new hot thing for uh, epidemiologists. Okay. So apparently everyone was getting over the holidays. You know, like ninety percent of people got sick over Christmas. I don't, but keep going. Yeah. Well, it's it's a it's a fact. It's a fact. I'm just don't look it up. Um. Anyway, right, Cam, so you've been you've been getting a lot of facts. I just want I just want to preface everyone listening to the show. Cameron's been getting a lot of facts from Rebel News. A lot of facts. <laughs> yeah, and they're facts. Facts are just things you say confidently, right? Facts are um, just pieces of paper that show up at your house in the middle of the night. That's right. Um, so, yeah, everyone got this. I guess RSV was this, like, respiratory thing. Basically a cold. Basically a cold, right? Okay. So battle that one off. Bring it. My sister brings it into my house. I share or, – or, no, sorry. Yeah, my sister does. I give it to Shannon. So I also gave her COVID last year. And I work from home, so I shouldn't be getting sick. I like she works in an office full of people coughing, right? They're forced to go to work even if they're sick because the show sort of stop. I'm the one giving her everything. Anyway, I go to New York. Did you give, go on you the gave her everything? I, <laughs> I gave her everything. Quote that. Quote it. Not the, not the first time I've said Old that. Old slobs know that one. <laughs> yeah, Shout you out. You thought Shout that out. was someone else yelling in the house. Do you get the joke? Let us yeah. know. <laughs> I gave you everything. Um, and then I got back from New York and then I warned her, I said, I'm not feeling well. I'm fine to stay. I don't, I don't have COVID, but, um, I'm fine to stay in the room and I'll kiss you. And she's like, nah, that's nah. And then gave me a big old smooch two days later, the throat feels like it's on fire. And I guess whatever I fucking have, I get, I have two things now. Well, I got rid of the one that I got another. So if we can make it the, uh, if we can, if we can win the Belmont priest preaks or whatever it's called, Preakness? we can get 
yeah, we can catch COVID next week and we'll be the Triple Crown winners. And Cam, you had suggested that. You had said, hey, I'm not feeling too well. I'll sleep in the other room. And yeah. you're like, please, 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 please. You, yeah. you want a moment. You want a night. You want a night sprawled out on a bed, starfish to yourself. Um, well, right now I get that. She's at she's at uh, work every night, so I I only had one night she had spent around. And oh, then wow. uh, I have the bed to myself, me and Darlis every night. Well, I wonder why you have such a weak uh, immune <sighs> system. You know, it sounds like your sister also was the one who gave it to you. Maybe it's a LeClaire thing. No, because my dad doesn't catch anything. Were you breastfed? Um, I'm always eating these titties, baby. Um, <laughs> I don't know how that's a flex. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I always uh, I have heard that um, you know breast milk is a is is better for build, building a strong immunity. At least back in the '90s when we were born. I'm not sure how much baby formula has improved since then. I mean, of course, when I was a kid, my mom was pretty much just giving me 10 grams of creatine monohydrate uh, every day mixed in with her uh, mixed in with her breast milk. So my CTP has been insane ever since the day That's I was good. born. That's good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was on TRT before puberty, so wow. that definitely helped. Yeah. I was doubling, tripling up on the testosterone, actually, because if, if you don't have the triples, everything else is. Well, useless. yeah, well, yeah. You know, we were talking about some of the some of your trips to the doctors, Cam. Doctors have been studying because you have acne on your acne. Yeah, like yeah, like your that's, acne whoo. has an acne problem. Yeah, the the um, Accutane is working on the second level, but the first, it's just not r working. And, so. uh, and and uh, and 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 how is the uh, how is that you know you you you've uh, been spending some time abroad of course trying to work on some of these physical things you met up with Crow Rogan, of course um, has that been helping? Yeah, we did some stem cell injections into mm -hmm. the acne to see if that would uh, metabolize it. Now this might be crazy, Cam, but I did hear from somebody that uh, your acne um, it, it was picture day. At your acne school, and they were so embarrassed that they that they broke out like the day before picture day. <laughs> yeah, they keep getting bullied at school. It's it's, it's tragic. It really it's tragic. is. It's really not going to look good in the yearbook. Yeah, I know. I you know I was told um, you know your acne came home the other day with an atomic wedgie. <laughs> yeah, kids are harsh these days. Kids are harsh these days. It's all over TikTok. Wow, I'm so <laughs> sorry to hear about your uh, your your kind of various respiratory uh, yeah problems, Cam. Maybe that is just it. You know, maybe you're a weaker person. <laughs> um, yeah, I must be just a just a loser. Maybe you're a uh, hypo hypochondriac. Is that when you you think that you're sick all the time, but you're not? Uh, no, I think a hypochondriac is when you're. Actually, maybe no. I, yeah, something I like that. It's where you like go to the doctor all the time because you think. Yeah, I've heard. I heard of one uh, the other day in this book I'm reading. It's called something like Cartol syndrome. And we, we know you only read comic books, so go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and it's this, uh, and we'll probably we'll correct it next week, I'm sure. But it's the um, it's thinking that you're dead. Right. It's and it's like this actual thing that people like they go through their lives they live it and they're just like hi I'm I'm Cameron Osborne I'm 28 years old I uh, I like to play golf and I think I'm dead it's and they think that like this world is just what being dead the afterlife is. yeah and it's, it's they they have this full belief that uh they think they're dead 
Fuck. Damn. What if they're right? There's no way to prove them wrong. Until we kill them. Well, then they wouldn't be proven wrong. Good point. They wouldn't be proven wrong. We would right. be proven right. <laughs> and that's not... That, we don't want How this. so? We don't want this. We want them to be proven The, the wrong. burden of proof is on us to prove that they are not dead. Right? Maybe not. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? It just depends how you look at it. Well, that's a good point because OJ said, I didn't do it. That's right. And then it and was... And if I did, and then it was on, that's not how I would have done it. Exactly. OJ said... Which is basically proof. But basically proof. It was on uh, that hero cop, Mark Furman, <laughs> yeah. to, to take all that not planted evidence and try to... Uh, <laughs> try to... Yeah. Try to get, try to get, try to get him. Try to nap. They didn't. Yeah. So he's innocent. We all know that. That's that's an assumption. If you we can listen make, to two season a pod, you probably think OJ Simpson's innocent, right? <laughs> Let us know. Do you think OJ did it? Two season pod gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to just kind of get a sample size of what our listeners are actually like in real life. Yeah. And back then, DNA, what did that even stand for then? It stood right? for What was that? Don't don't not, not uh, anal. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Double negative anal, folks. You think that's gonna convince a jury? <sighs> Kids were butt fucking so much in the yeah. early to mid nineties. Uh, it you, was really it, a problem. If you can't agree, if you don't think uh, twelve of your peers are a good representation for um, d- uh, don't not anal, then what is? I don't tell me thir- that. Maybe thirteen of your peers. Why? Not, why isn't it thirteen of your peers? Is it twelve? I might I'm not sure the number. Is it twelve? That sounds about right. Yeah. Maybe but wow, 13. what a weird number to settle on. Yeah. I like. I was thinking about this. If I got jury duty, like, I guess there's a you. There's one person. It's like jury number one is in charge of deliberating and stuff like that. Somebody. I yep. would. I would love that job because I'd be like number thirteen. You're dumb. You're not part of the conversation. Like you're out. We don't like you. Okay, no one agrees with you. We're all we're gonna sit here until you agree with us. Hey Cam, you would change the legal system, yeah. kind of like single-handedly, if you were in any sort of position of power. Yeah, no one likes you. It's number quite frankly thirteen. Scary. Like, number seven. This we're on happens. the edge about you. Right. Divide the room a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna end up with a hung jury every time. That's okay. That just means you have a big dick, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Cam. A hung jury is when all the male jurors nice. flop it onto the table and they just kind of yeah. compare. That's pretty cool. That's pretty sick. Fantastic. We all know you would lose. <laughs> let's just be <laughs> honest. Um, let's get into the show then, Cameron. Let's get into the show the way that we always do. Uh, we have some notes. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. We were talking about Pete Rose and his uh, inability to access the Hall of Fame. Permanent ban from baseball uh, for betting on his games, um, both as a player and a manager. Uh, One thing, so he was betting on them to both. Now, this I always heard that he was betting on them to win. But that's not true. He was betting on games for the Reds to both win and lose. So as, lo- as a good gambler does. As a good gambler does. You're, I mean, if you watch you watch one week of baseball, you know a team's going to lose. <laughs> yeah. Watch a day. Yeah, exactly. So If, uh, if he th- always bet on himself, that puts him into question. So he his- was only betting on Reds games. He was never found betting on another Major League Baseball team's games. It was only on his. Okay. So, bit weird. I, w- I wonder what his career earnings were. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How much he actually made, or how much yeah. he actually spent, or I don't know if he was good at gambling. He was just found gambling. <laughs> you know, like I don't think Michael Jordan's a good gambler. He just gambles a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think there's only a few. Like the only yeah the only good gamblers typically are guys that have weird inside information, like that guy in the UFC who just got caught. You hear about this? You know about this? You hear about this? You said something about this last week. It was a former trainer or a ref or something. Yeah, like that. James Krause. So he's a uh, big investigation shout out James Krause of the uh, Nevada State Athletic Commission because he was he had a Discord channel that which he was advertising and no one seemed to pick up on for like six months, where he was just saying like, "Here's my picks. You pay for twenty five dollar membership fee, and then I'll tell you my picks." every member is going to get back the money, which looking back on it, oh my God, I wish I knew about this Discord channel. Oh my God. Yeah, I wish I knew how Discord worked. And yeah. Maybe could have figured it out. I Like I we, would have figured it out. I'm sure we can. I think I've been on it. It's, I think it's kind of like, I don't, I, I, I'm like Reddit, I think. I'm no, I think really it's sure. like a chat board. Like it actually just kind of looks like a chat thing. Okay. Um, but if somebody's like, I'm going on Discord at 10 p.m. like, like, or like, people will stream on Twitch while they have their Discord open, and then people will t write to them like, you know, great job. I love COD. I love COD. Uh, pwn the noobs. You know, little things like this. Nice. Okay. Gotcha. That's how I think it works. Uh, one uh. more note here for you. We were talking about, um, of course, we are traveling through the, uh, the the show A team, the A team, the very first season, and we were wondering to ourselves why there was an actor change between the pilot and episode two. Uh, face specifically was changed with a new actor, and we were asking why. Well, after the pilot, producers believed that the original face actor Tim Dunnigan uh, was too young, and uh, or too young to be a convincing lead. At the time, he was only twenty eight. Which sounds old, right? <laughs> to be a lead is actor that, in a show. Um, does it? I, to me, it kind of does, right? I thought that sounds old enough, yeah. That like, sounds old enough, right? But the producers like you, didn't you, believe he was old enough to be convincing. Uh, so they instead go went with the face actor who, who, who started on episode two and then continued for the rest of the series, uh, Dirk Benedict, uh, who was 38. When the show started, so full year thirty eight, definitely old enough to be a to be a lead. Cool. Um, okay, so we got we got time, we but, got time to be lead actors. But twenty eight, I don't know. Maybe uh, it, maybe it sounded weird, or like they thought he was too young compared to, uh, like Hannibal B. and B A. Yeah. Like if they were all if they've all yeah, kind of Hannibal's known each other pretty old. For a, like if they've all kind of known each other for a while, even if fucking face got in the army at eighteen and they're on their uh, Vietnam or Korea. Mission or whatever, um, you know, may maybe that was why, but uh, still a bit bizarre. Must suck to be Tim Dunnigan, you know. Yeah, I'm sure he went to the NBA and had a good career. Now, I of someone uh, else. You, you, you're either thinking of Tim Duncan. D that's the one. Or Bill Different Walton guy? for some reason. No. <laughs> you're thinking of maybe one of the two. Uh, but Tim gotcha. Dunnigan, um, I have not seen his jump shot. But I'm gonna say it uh, wasn't good enough to make NBA it. quality. It okay, probably was different not opinions. Enough, good enough to make agree to disagree. Yeah. Agree to disagree. I mean, Cam, you think That's that okay. you could play every professional sport like tomorrow if they called you, and you? I would don't excel. think I could. Yeah, there's a few things I think I couldn't do, but it's very limited. Like you think if you were called up by an NHL team tomorrow, 
Like, yes. you wouldn't finish the season with more points than Connor McDavid, but you would have more points in like that than those like forty games than he did. I'd be like close to a point a game player. You'd yeah. Be, well, don't be modest, Cam. You'd probably be closer yeah. to two and a half. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't want to be, um, you know, braggadocious, but yeah, it wouldn't be hard. Wouldn't be hard. Exactly. I'm yeah, young, so. talented, athletic, and driven. Right. What else do you need? Skill. <laughs> Who needs that? Um, you need hands. I got hands like a fish. I've seen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what your coaches always tried to tell you. <laughs> they tried to encourage you to play goalie. <laughs> yeah, the only yeah, I, I would crush it. NBA, no problem. I'm like six four, so mm-hmm. like that's good size. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, football, I'm like three fifty, so and just have have a uh, two second forty yard dash. Does that sound about right? That sounds about right. Two yeah. two point six. Two point six. That a good seconds? number? Wow. Yeah, Is that fast. Right. That's that's fast. <laughs> yeah. I have a twenty yards in two seconds. In, in I have a, a two hundred and thirty-six centimeter vertical. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even. I don't even think I can kind of picture how big that is. It's about the size of me. Okay, great. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I'm one hundred and eighty-three centimeters. Oh, so it's twice. Yeah. Well, it's taller. I can jump higher than myself and more. Okay. Yes. Which is pretty like. A little bit, a bit above average. If you can't jump like half that, that's kind of embarrassing. If you can't jump half your height, just kill yourself. Yeah, right now, check. Let us know. Gmail.com. Yeah. Have you, you killed yourself? World do you have AirPods in? Try jumping and see if you can jump half your height. Hey, listener, walk to the closest edge of a building <laughs> <laughs> and just try it out. Don't Let be a know. coward. Two scenes pod. Gmail.com. Yeah, let us know. Email us on, while you're while you're falling. <laughs> yeah, get the subject line ready. You don't get the don't subject line ready. Subject line, um, ideally episode one thirty eight. Uh, Cam's question slash quotation, um, referencing the podcast two season pod. I won't accept any of the answers. Everything else goes to spam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, spam's getting full. Spam folder of- is filling up. Yeah. Slobs. A lot of people saying, oh, you still owe us money. That must be spam, right? <laughs> must be spam. Overdue spam. invoices. That's exclusively spam. It's spam. Jesus. Right? Jesus. Your audit's been due for months. All right. Let's keep plowing ahead here, Cam. Um, speaking of the A-team, why don't we get into the H-team as you like to call it. Team. Hey, Steam. Hey, Steam. Hey, Steam. We've got five minutes for this. We've got five minutes to recap this. And then if we can't, we'll have to stop. Because we only have five minutes. Where'd the horns go? Oh, the five minutes for this. It stops right there. It's a bad ending. That's right, Cam. That is what I it's get called. it right. That is, that what, is it's what it's called. called. Yeah, of course. I got it right. Of course, every single week we recap the adventures of uh, Hannibal, the aforementioned face. 
Beat As we take missions. We, we do missions now. It's pretty we much Night Rider with more people and a different car. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> so we got episode four here for you. Isn't it just like every show we've done, just a different car? Uh, I like think they Miami, all just Miami get missions. Miami Vice was very different. It really was where there was a bad guy of the week, but at least we had like we were a, a, a steady branch of the government who operated within the rules. <laughs> like, like, like Michael Knight did whatever he wants. MacGyver does whatever he wants. That's a good point. A team yeah. does whatever they want. They're just vigi- uh, vigilantes. Crockett and, and Tubbs yeah. are being restrained by the man, if anything. Yeah, that's a good point. That, but that's basically the only other difference is. A little bit of structure. Yeah, that's pretty much the only ever difference. But yeah, so what, so, so what we're saying, we only have five week, five minutes to recap this week's episode. Episode four, pros and cons. Cam is going to kick this one off, and I'm going to pull up the rear. Cam, are you ready? That's a good section in the uh, Maxim magazine. All right, you got, uh, you got to listen to these episodes, folks. We're not going to re-explain it for you. Maxim, M-A-C-Z. I am ones and zeros. We're not gonna. We're not gonna keep explaining. It. We don't. We're not coming up with new stuff. We have five things. Cam's short and fat. That's two of them. <laughs> Cam's big ball. That's three. <laughs> we're not coming up with more jokes. No, this is all we got. This is all we all got. Right, we're, <laughs> we're trying. Off. We're doing our best. We're trying. Right. Pros and cons. Let's. Kick it, and we open an underground prison fight club where two men whose left arms are handcuffed together are in a makeshift uh, wooden ring throwing haymakers until one of the men fall. The sheriff comes in and points his revolver at the loser who's on the ground, killing him for the loss in this cruel game. The winner of the fight is awarded his freedom with the caveat that his freedom is getting a one hour head start running away from the prison guards before they do hunger games and try and capture him, bringing him back to the facility. It turns out that the convict who gets this freedom is a friend of BA's, Jace, and we learn that he was sent to jail for 30 days for a bar fight. The A team is, uh, accepts the mission of bringing him out to go rescue this man. We learned that Jace's brother Jimmy, uh, we learned from Jace's brother Jimmy, this 13-year-old boy who uh, BA is friends with, that the jail finds the top talent within the jails uh, by picking fights with the prisoners and upon finding out who the toughest ones in the yard are, training them up to enter the ring. In an attempt to get an inside man, Face masquerades as a psychologist to get inside the prison while Hannibal, B.A. and Murdoch rent a car and start drifting around the town in an attempt to get arrested and sent behind bars. They get pulled over after doing some drifting and pretend to be drunk, but in typical Florida fashion, are completely let off the hook. They then say, okay, we need to step it up a little bit and drive their car right through the police station, finally getting them arrested. They tell the prison guard uh, that B.A. is deaf and mute and Hannibal has to be his interpreter, therefore being by his side the entire time, keeping them very close together. Murdoch is sent to the prison psychologist and intentionally acts nuts so that their female counterpart can make a convincing argument to get uh, face in the uh, prison. It's all an elaborate act. Anyway, Hannibal meets up with the prison bully who tries to intimidate him and B.A. until a fight breaks out where B.A. thumps the prison bully with a seven-punch combination, impressing 
everybody, including Dana White, who's in the audience sub for some reason, and knocking out the prison thug. Cam, over to you. Uh, now we're in the warden's office. We're face posing as a man named Dr. Pepper. Um, and Amy are speaking with the warden. Face tells him that he's concerned about the amount of violent deaths in this jail. There have been seven prisoners uh, in the last month who have died in mysterious circumstances. When Amy speaks up, Face talks down to her about talking, maybe gain a, gaining a little bit of the warden's trust. Uh, Face tries to convince the warden about different kinds of rehabilitation therapy, such as hairdressing or cooking, but the warden doesn't fall for it. That is until Amy reveals she's been recording the whole conversation, which is when the warden changes his mind. Over to Murdoch, uh, screaming bloody murder about trash bags in a cell um, until the guard finally gives him one. Over in the prisoner training facility, the team runs into Chase. Uh, Hannibal and BA are uh, trying out some hairdressing rehabilitation, but complaining about the lack of chairs and the hair dryers supplied. Listen to that, folks. Uh, Face is even impressed uh, with the warden in some kind of way. Now we're back to Murdoch, who is just meeting with Face and Amy. The nurse overseeing the patients calls into questions Dr. Pepper's credentials by noticing a different man on the dust jacket of the book that he said that he wrote. Thinking quick on his feet, he claims it was the publisher's fault by mixing it up uh, and putting a photo of another doctor. The nurse seems to believe it. The nurse eventually brings Murdoch and Face uh, and brings him... Uh, oh, sorry. Eventually brings Murdoch and Amy over to... Um, Face and Amy, sorry, over to Murdoch. Give him another trash bag. We're back in the gym where B.A. is rocking some serious bag. The warden comes up to take B.A. out to fight night and he's only going to have to fight Chase. But the warden won't allow Hannibal to go in with him, so uh, the guard's cuff BA takes him away. But when the warden leaves, Hannibal punches out the guard, steals his keys, and now we're heading out to fight night. But first, he throws some extension cables out of a window, uh, along with an assembly of hair dryers and the chairs. Hannibal heads up to Murdoch to give him a haircut, uh, being guarded by the nurse with face in the room. When the nurse opens the door, they throw her in, bust out with all the trash bags. Uh, outside, Murdoch and Hannibal attach their hair dryers to the trash bags, uh, to the to the hair to the chairs, and they start floating up like it's up or something. But that's when the guards uh, find the nurse locked away. So now everyone's in pursuit. The whole prison's on lockdown. We cut to Hannibal floating away on his trash bags, hair dryer, and lawn chair setup. It works perfectly. They land on the other side of the wall. Face picks him up. Um, and now we're at fight night where Chase and BA are handcuffed to each other like a classic WWE strap match. The rest of the team arrives um, and Hannibal has some massive weaponry. The fight goes on until BA knocks Chase down right before the A-team burst out through the barn, spraying bullets everywhere but not killing a single person. Man, Murdoch picks up a TV camera that's broadcasting or something uh, and films all the attendants and they drive off, letting them know they'll be exposed. The next day, Chase and A-team are having a meal. Chase's charges were dropped because the warden made them all out. Gag hangs up. B.A. tells Jace's son that we're going to start making ashtrays. Hannibal's talking to a movie producer where a producer sees the TV bus saying, I wish I knew the guys who did that. And that's all your time. Okay. I got 502 on that one, so we might have to edit out uh, the last second there, buddy. Edit? Yeah. When, have we, so when I, is this pod? The editing machine's broken. You know this. It's been his broken name, since his name was David. It's been broken since episode one. Yeah, and you <laughs> and you broke him, and you broke his knuckles for some reason, and you <laughs> refused to hire somebody else. Uh, great episode, though. I love uh, I love the physique on BA this episode, looking looking like what you should look like, being completely natty. Like I I think he's natty. No, you don't think he's natty? No. Absolutely. I think he's naughty. No way. You, you can get to that physique. You can. He didn't. You don't think he's in that physique? No. No. That, no I he, don't think he... 
I don't think he looks that sure. incredible. I think that's like a, a completely attainable physique. Oh no. Well, I mean, I think what Mania WrestleMania one is the year after, and I guess if we just got to look at him and Hulk on that year and then be like, okay, does 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 B A does uh does Mister T look like Hulk Hogan? I guess that would give it to us. Okay, uh, put that in the notes for next week. I would say oh, because we, I mean because dudes have been doing like more controlled steroids since like the seventies, right? Like Arnold and shit and Lou Ferrigno. <sighs> Yeah, I agree, but like those guys look okay. Maybe just the level of nutrition has gotten a lot better, but I don't think he looks that juiced. He doesn't like, look juice, but he looks yeah. big as fuck. He looks big. Yeah, maybe that's it. He isn't. He's not cut. He's just like big. Yeah, he's not like prepping for a show, but his biceps are bigger than anything you've ever seen. I yeah. His arms are big, yeah, but like I don't know, maybe it's just because he's not cut. That's why I'm I put the judgment on. Yeah, Cam, because for you, it's all about being lean. It's all about yeah. the cum gutters for you, right? Love the cum gutters, <laughs> love the cum gutters. Yeah, and yeah, drain them right back. <laughs> I don't quite know how that. <laughs> Where's it draining to? It just—it's a cycling system. I'm—I'm I'm not. Sh- it all works out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what the doctor told me. Okay. Yeah, it all funnels back in. It says That's the sperm count's real high. Yeah? Yeah. It's very, some say the highest. Highest he's ever seen. And by some, you mean Guinness, right? Yes. Have you ever heard anyone say, like, they have the unofficial world record? I don't I think I thought so. about this the other day. Have you heard somebody saying this? I think I have heard someone what, say that. In and what field? Like I have the like, I have the unofficial world record of the two hundred meter dash. <laughs> I think no, I think it'd be like um for example, um when Thor did that lift and he, and then it was like whatever, five hundred and one kilos. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, this is the unofficial world record. I'm like, well then it's not a world record. Oh, I, when you said that I thought I assumed you meant like you talk Olympics? To pe- no, you talk to people. Like people are talking to you and being like, "I have the unofficial world." Well, record. no, I don't I know. Did, them, I, did, but, I also didn't but, consider people. But it's basically the same thing, yeah. right? I could basically say I have the unofficial world record for most strikes thrown in a UFC event. And they're like, "What?" We're like, "Well, it's unofficial." With three hundred. Yeah, three hundred in the first round. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And that's because you got three hundred. UFC employees to all strike during an event. <laughs> Correct. They're not unionized, and so you they can't. and you you are claiming that that is a three hundred strike. Yeah, if you if you're uh, not unionized, not allowed to. You're not unionized, are you? No. No. I'm just. I have a job at a company. Yeah. Just like you. Yeah. Oh, I'm 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 pushing for it. The the salesperson union. <laughs> right. Yeah. And if I the camera, if there's one thing I know about business is that. Every any time a group of employees has said they want to unionize, it always gets better. Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing I know about business. Starbucks, um, they got they got an, uh, a shop that's unionized. Mm, yes, I've, I heard it's like a few restaurants or something. Yeah, losers. <laughs> hey, do you think the NFL's a monopoly? Um, okay, well, let's let's think about it, right? NFL, okay. um, big square field, uh, four railroads. Um, Good point. Uh, they, they, I think it's called the Amtrak to get you the game. Yep, yep. Of, um, there's yeah. a Pennsylvania Avenue. So, yeah, I would say there's a, I say I would say the NFL is probably Monopoly. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Do, I have, do you have a follow-up question? 
Um, if the NFL is a monopoly, is the players' union the only thing stopping it from reducing the or creating a worse output? I think we're getting get in the weeds. These are just things I'm thinking about. I don't think the NFL is a monopoly. No. What, what makes it not a monopoly then? What makes because, it, no? What makes a monopoly? The burden of proof. Um, <laughs> the burden. Of proof. Say, you have to prove that it is. Oh, I don't have okay, to prove correct. that it is. Understood. Understood. Yeah. Okay. So that what makes it a monopoly is uh, they control all the supply, and um, because all the players are most driven to go to that league rather than the other leagues because they have all the um, all the contracts. Right, so they have all the television contracts. Uh, they have all the what else do they have? All the players, and they have um, what do you all? Yeah, either you either control all the supply or all the demand, and, or amalgamate all those things. They own all the stadium rights, so they own a lot of the things that would control a football league. And for any other entrance to come into it, they'd face massive barriers to uh, compete. So what you're talking about is Vince McMahon's child, the XFL. Which didn't work out. And then right? they rebooted it, and it's coming back. Right. Is it coming back? So they had like a half season due, because of COVID, but yeah. then now they are coming back for this summer. Like, oh, it, get it this. It is like back back. This, and this there's the a... Arena Football League. NFL Europe did not work. Right. Um, I would say that the NFL doesn't have monopoly because college football makes way more money. Oh, like that point. is a separate entity. And yes, you yes they funnel directly to each other, but they're separate groups. Yeah. Um, the NFL wants the N the uh, NCAA to be great. Um, the NCAA probably doesn't give a shit if the NFL is good or not. Like you know they don't care if their dude you know, brings in ratings for four years and then tears his ACL in his first game as a pro because he's no longer making them money. Right. Hmm, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think of the uh, NCAA as the, the other the other market in town, but they also, they also provide the same product, right? Yeah. Football. It's just fans, right? I mean, like, if, if, if millions and millions and millions of people started watching the XFL, then... The con the pe the more the better players come over the contracts the TV deals like it then expands right but it's on to the consumer like the consumer is choosing to let the NFL remain or any major or Major League Baseball or uh, the NBA or the NHL like we're the ones making it so these sole leagues remain the thing think about it like UFC right if every single UFC fan started watching Bellator suddenly Bellator is the biggest fucking thing out there. But it's the fans who prefer the UFC product versus the Bellator product. Or the one. That's another promotion, right? One? Correct, yeah. Um, or I'm sure there's others. Others that are less successful, right? It's WWE. But there's also Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling. And uh, it's everything. It's all, it's all us. Have you ran into an XFL fan? Uh, I did. I dropped my books everywhere. I was holding a coffee. Yeah. Um and I was late <laughs> I was late for the bus. And it was one of those like I'm looking over my shoulder so so I can see time it with the bus. And I just ran right into him. Turns out he's an XFL fan. Look at that. Yeah. I <clears throat> I don't think I ever have. I remember it being on in 99 or 2001 when it came out. I definitely remember watching it. Uh because I really loved football at that time, so it was fun to see the differences. 
um, between the two leagues. Uh, but yeah. I ran into a guy in my gym who had an XFL hat on, and I'm like, oh, he must be wearing that like somewhat ironically, like, oh, XFL, like I went to a game or something like that. It's like XFL guy. But then he took off his pump cover and was wearing an XFL, like Baltimore Crushers t-shirt, whatever the fucking It sounds like this might have been a former XFL professional. Why would he have so it- much merch? I That's what I didn't understand. Was Maybe he, I should have Was he big him. enough that he looks like he could have played professional football? Not really. Okay, was he good enough? Was he big enough? Or was he the appropriate fitness look that it seems as though he could have played a position? 175, lean. Okay, but he could, yeah, that, so that's a defensive back. That's a cornerback. Like, did he look athletic enough that he could have competed with, you know, uh, I mean, what, Tyreek Tyreek Hill is one of the best wide receivers in the league, and he's fucking 5'9 or something. Hmm. Maybe I need to ask him next time I see him. Like position players, yeah, like offensive, li- offensive, defensive linemen, they need to be big. You want your linebacker to be pretty yoked. But I like, like how it's such a shit league where we see one person with one hat and one teacher. Like, there's a good chance he, he has is to in be a pro the professional because league. I can't picture where you would buy the merch. Where would like, you buy? I like. I, I'm not saying I go out <laughs> shop. I'm not been but like you go to sport check. I've never seen XFL shit. Yeah, I'm wearing a New York Rangers sweater, and there was you never questioned once. Be like, did you get? Did they pick you up when you were in New York? <laughs> okay, well, I know you were in New York for a couple days, and I know there was a couple back foots going on. Uh, did you do a little Subway series? <laughs> yeah, you were wearing a Raptors you- shirt. I'm like, I noticed they played tonight, and they're a little tight in the lineup. Like, are you yeah, just okay, off well, that's tonight? Why, that's why we had to record a little bit later, of course, because we took on the Knicks at 6. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh boy. Okay. Let's uh let's 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 land this baby. Let's let's hit let's hit the tarmac, buddy. Let's Uh headliner asinine. Hey. 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 Headline or asinine. I got some I got some Excellent headlines this week. That's how the game is played, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, headlines or asinines, Cam? I guess you're kicking it off. You're gonna give it to me. Yeah, I got some sick ones. You're gonna, you're gonna, uh, you're, 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 you get them in for a doozy, Cam. Let's hear it. Cam, headline or asinine? Pet fish commits credit card fraud while on owner using Nintendo Switch. I'll repeat that. Pet fish commits credit card fraud. On owner using Nintendo Switch. I just got a Nintendo Switch, so this is a scary personal headline. Uh, <laughs> um, I My beta fish has been looking weird at it. <laughs> um, okay, so this is two things. This maybe one of two things, right? And first, if the fish is real or fake. Like, maybe there's like a game somewhere uh that um you like collect pets and then some guy's a pet fish and then somehow you know credit card information is inputted and then so i can picture that um and then inversely i can picture something where uh like you know like you left your nintendo switch on in the background um and then there was some kind of a prompt that a pet now, if it was a pet dog, it would be so much easier. See, that's what's getting me about the fish thing. Like, some kind of prompt that shows up on the screen, that somehow the fish cues the prompt, and then, uh, like, a purchase is made or something like that. Because that's all it is, right? It, uh, some, uh, this fish made a purchase of some kind. Either it was a real fish that prompted the screen to make an auto-purchase or a virtual fish. 
yes, you know, did something in that kind of realm. Uh, it does. It sounds weird enough to be weird, but I don't think I'm gonna say it's asinine. I couldn't believe this one, Cam. This one's true, and it took me a while to wrap my head around it. So this Japanese YouTuber did an experiment in 2020 where his fish completed a test, finishing Pokemon Sapphire in 3,195 hours, something that a human can do in about 30. Now you may say, how does a fish complete a game? Well, what they do is they hook up a motion tracker to the fish with a um, grid behind it. So if a fish goes left it pr and stops, it presses A. If it goes right... It presses like right arrow or C, whatever. It basically has a grid control where, depending on the direction of the fish, it's an overtop view of it. Like uh, it'll click different buttons. So eventually, over time, in this example, it took them a <clears throat> hundred times longer than a human would take to complete this game. Uh, it worked. So he wanted to see if this would work for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet unassisted. So they set up a webcam focused on the fishbowl. The motion tracking software motion uh, captured the fish as they swim across the overlay grid. And eventually, he, the YouTuber didn't want to stay and watch the whole thing. So while he was away from the YouTube stream, the game went swimmingly, the fish winning several battles. But at the 1,400-hour mark, the game crashed, as games sometimes do. And instead of the YouTuber being there to fix the situation the system continued registering the fish's input. So he was back on the setup screen where the Nintendo eShop came up and entirely by chance registered the correct sequence of inputs to add four US dollars or 500 yen to Marimuku's account from his credit card that was saved on his Switch. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Mapped motion. Now, yeah, I have heard of... Uh, like randomizers controlling Pokemon movements because there is a version of the game where you kind of you cut out the menus, and then there is like like people will just input random sequences into Pokemon to see how long it would take because it's what it's, it's a game where like and you can beat it through a random set of shit, but yeah, it might take three thousand hours or whatever. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Cam, I got one here for you, Cam. Hey, Lander Nine man charged after shooting father he claimed was a robot. Oh, so this is, uh, I'm going to say this is similar to the guy who thinks he's dead all the time. A little bit of a schizo. Um, claims he's a robot. Yeah, it's a little bit of a uh, paranoia, schizophrenia. Um, and it really set him off when he started doing the robot to Mr. Roboto. You know, these, these things are triggering, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I doubt it was something that uh, crazy, but probably just a uh, outburst middle of the night. You're a robot. You're trying to kill civilization. Elon Musk is evil and AI must die. Boom, boom. Six shots to the back of the head. Next thing you know, guy's in prison, but he's going to get uh, the not guilty because of criminal insanity. That's my bet. That's a headline. Okay, this one is a headline here for you. Story of Indiana um, where a man was charged uh, and arrested after his father was found dead. Sean Hayes. A 53-year-old was arrested uh, after police were conducting a welfare check um, on his 73-year-old father. Police arrived to the scene uh, and found that his son was hastily attempting to drive off the property in his pickup truck. Officers stopped him. Uh, they were able to safely remove the shotgun um, from his bot from his vehicle when he was distracted. Police entered the house uh, only to find Hayes' father shot in the head and his body dismembered. Uh, when police asked him why he would do this to his father, Hayes responded by saying, this man isn't my father, he's a robot. 
Uh, it's just a robot that looks like a human. I had to shoot it to destroy it. Officers uh, have also found previous Facebook posts of his where he claims that people in his town are also robots. Um, probably They're probably not, but... No, it could be. Burn hey, the proof. Good, babe! <laughs> Never know. All right, Camo. Another headline for you here. McDonald's customer mistakenly given bag containing thousands of dollars in cash instead of McGriddle. So this is an easy mix-up. Uh, this is an easy one, really. Like, um, I feel like maybe we've heard a headline here on this thing, on this podcast, or I've heard it separately where people will sell drugs out of the McDonald's that they work at. They will, like, you know, come through the drive-thru and get a specific order so I know it's this person, and then, uh, you know, something crazy. Like, or go to, go, you go to McDonald's drive-thru, say, I'll have... A, a, a whopper and they'll say okay come through and then you kind of like give them a burger charge them five bucks but then also in that bag you put bath salts or cocaine or uh rogaine or viagra pills or cialis like you put anything you want in there uh, and then it's just a case of a merry mix-up you know somebody maybe they leave their drive-through post for a second um, somebody else hands what they think is a McGriddle and ends up being like thousands of cash that you got for selling, you know, those kind of, uh, like, um, like, uh, convenience store pills. They're at the front at the cash and they all oh, have like vague, rhino dicks. They, yeah. uh, they all have vague words to imply that it would help. It'll help your performance in the bedroom. Um, I'm going to say that what, that's what happened. Okay. This one's a headline. This one is a headline without a real good explanation. <clears throat> was mine better? So, yeah, I think yours could be very accurate. So, again, in Indiana, so we're, we're doubling down. Uh, store accidentally gave a man thousands of dollars in a, to a customer that was all in plastic bags. Um, and the mix-up occurred when Vargas went to the store to pick up his ordered food. So it wasn't through the actual uh, drive-thru or anything like that. Uh, but it was shown on TikTok. In the end, he said, what is this? Why would they do this? What What's going on here? Why... I need this money so bad. What do I do with this? And he says, fuck it. I will give it back to him. I would think at that point, yeah, you kind of want to give it back. Because like you said, you're going to have to assume it's drug related. And, you know, what's that old movie? That movie, uh, No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the whole thing where he picks up a brief old cash and then he gets hunted down by like the best villain of the 20, 21st century? Oh, you read a list. Is it? Did it make the top of the list? I think. I think they famously they say that Javier Bartel's character in that movie is like the crazy, yeah. one of the best. That's my opinion personally. So if other people copied it, that's okay. I understand. Yeah, you actually had dinner with the Coen Brothers um, a couple, a few times. You know, just to kind of flesh out that character when they were in the writing process. Yeah, yeah they, a lot of people call mass for my opinion. Yeah, I'm gonna say <clears throat> either that happened or an option where, um, like, I worked in fast food restaurant. I worked in fast food restaurant, and when our boss would open up the safe and bring all the money to the bank, he would just put it in a Mister Sub. Uh, bag. He was putting whatever. Oh, that bag would he could make find. sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. So made it, it might have been like an emptying the safe kind of thing. Put it down for a second. Uh, yeah. That makes even more sense. But I like the other explanation better. Anyway, they gave him two hundred dollars uh, for doing the good deed and a month of free McDonald's. 
which is like not that much. Yeah, I would rather a cat. I would rather uh, instead of a month of free McDonald's, I would rather a cat a, a an unexpired cash value. Because I'm not mm. gonna, I, I, I have McDonald's once a month, and it's a coffee. Yeah. Um, maybe also a breakfast sandwich once a month, maybe, yeah. but it's mostly just coffee. Like, so if it was like, we'll give you a thousand dollars at McDonald's doesn't expire. Next thing you know, you're like, okay, shit, that's actually that's something. See, <laughs> that'd be a good option because then you can also. Um, sell that for like 800 bucks and just get more cash out of it right you can sell it for 1200 bucks a thousand dollars for 1200 yeah but it's a thousand mcdonald's bucks see it's different ah you're right you're right with the with the monopoly going on exactly inflation isn't influenced by inflation it's a good point Cam, I got one here for you. Headliner asked nine professor urges straight students to watch gay porn to turn bisexual Whoo-wee. Uh, yeah, college is getting weird. I'm hearing. Um, this is probably like a, a, ge- a gender, gender studies, maybe something like that. Sexual, sexual studies, sexual and studies, sexual studies. It's really just like porn 101. Yeah, they tell you, they show you both positions. You can do it. Yeah, yeah. Either uh, Amazonian or Brazilian. There's- if you don't know those, you don't have sex. <laughs> Um, what you you thought the only two positions were girl on top and from behind? Yeah, <laughs> you've been mistaken. Um, now they're urging students to watch gay porn to turn by. That one's confusing because, like, I would think my first thought is it would be in one of, like a class like that, like a meaningless degree uh, or a class where it just goes on about this nonsense. But at the same time. I doubt those kind of places or those kind of institutions would believe that you can go from straight to buy. But I really don't know. I'm speaking a little bit of uh, out of context here. Or it's not out of context. Out of my league. Uh, but do I think this is happening in our, in our educational institutions? Yes. And I think we need to reform kindergarten. That's a headline. <laughs> Cam, so what is the headline here for you? Uh, sociology professor Sam Richards from Penn State University um, is encouraging his students to discover a new side of their sexuality, telling them if you're straight, watch gay or lesbian porn and see how quickly you feel aroused because you cannot control that. He also claimed that everyone at some level is a non-binary person and that we're all easily bisexual. Uh, the class was uh, pretty stunned from the statement. Apparently, the topic of the day's lesson that day was trans issues, TERFs, and the binary. Uh, He also, in the same lesson, encouraged female students to see what it's like to urinate like a man, saying, just carry around a little piece of leather, and you can fold it up and go into a urinal or against a tree. Uh, Which all sounds a little bit much, but this guy has been teaching at Penn State University for 22 years and is beloved by the entire student body. Um, there are 745 students who sign up for his first-year sociology course um, every semester. So there's 1,500 students in total. It is the largest uh, race and ethnic relations course in the country. Wow. Okay. Um, well, I'm, I'm in. Okay, I think that's our homework for next week. Homework for next, yeah, homework, uh, yeah. folks at home, homework for next week. 
You send me your favorite gay porn. I'll do the same for me. What do you like? Um, Two seasons pod gmail.com. We'd love to hear from yeah. you. Send us your links. All right. Um, Cam, headline or ass on? Final one for me. Study says men with small penises desire fast cars. So, yeah. So, yeah. You would need a lot of variables here. Um to uh to figure this out right because you need like a sample size you would need like so how do we do this how do we scientifically break this one down we get 100 people yeah okay first measure their penis yeah in in a metric whether it's flat flaccid erect yeah uh post jizz uh pre-cum starting to kind of spill out whatever you want crooked crooked uh base to tip yeah just get get the same metrics right so now we have we have what everybody's i see i always go top of pubes to tip no, I think you go from uh, yeah, you go from where the shaft Be- belly button. <laughs> go from I go from either way I five go, inches. Is I go what from I've seen. forehead to <laughs> knee. <laughs> um, uh, uh, where where was I? <laughs> right, okay, so we got everybody's penis size. Okay, great. Now you have to ask them all if they like a bunch of questions that now we're looking for the fast cars statement, right? Yeah. So, like, either fast cars, that's what we're looking for? Yeah. So you ask them maybe what their favorite car is. And if they right. give you a car that is maybe known as being a fast one, like a, you know, like a Porsche Boxster or a Ferrari Enzo, Did then you it's Boxster? like. Boxster? Boxster, right? I think it's boxer. I don't think there's a T in it. Anyways, uh, you ask them what you're uh, fine. A nine eleven correct. Nine eleven. How's that sound? Nine one one is how it's pronounced. I. Uh, <laughs> I'm hey, kidding. I'll okay, be honest, continue. Cam. I will never forget. So I call it nine eleven. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. So then, that is how we get. Uh, yeah. So then, out of all those people, I, I, my, some people might have said, you know, a pickup truck, which is famously a not fast car. Then you would have to kind of. Put them on a scale of penis size on on your X graph and then car on the Y graph and then to see what the average penis size is and then go left to right from there uh, and then do the fast car thing. That's how I would do it scientifically. Let me know. Tuesdaybotgmail.com. Are there a hundred of you who want to do a test? Uh, th- this one's asinine. This one's a headline uh, and I'm going to walk you through the study, Cam. So, University of College London released a study entitled Small Penises and Fast Cars, Evidence for a Psychological Link, which, and, and try and follow me here, which researchers told some subjects that the average penis was seven inches and the other subjects that it was four inches. Okay. So, they're starting off with assumptions with half the group saying, so we all agree that the average penis is seven inches, which in my opinion is small. Um, and the other groups is seven inches. Right, because you go inches. belly button to, to, to ankle. Yeah, as you should. Um, the actual average, according to their study, is five inches. The test subjects, then once they determine that, use the slider to determine how much they wanted fast cars. The subjects were also presented with other luxury goods and statistics to conceal the true nature of the study. According to the study, younger men under 29 years old showed a link showed a little linkage between penis size and desire for fast cars. But in the 30 and older group men, uh, men who thought they had a relatively small penis rated the sports cars higher. So the peep, essentially what they're saying is if you were part of the study that you thought you probably had a smaller dick um, because you thought the average was seven, 
then you linked it higher. I don't think it's like. Wait, were you told the, your penis size and then the average? Were the penises measured? No, the penis was not measured. So that's where it gets a little bit squirrely. See, I, I, like, that's one thing I like. Let's, about, let's say guys who have giant dicks just love fast cars. See, that's one thing I like about my yeah. uh, my particular version is that all the penises are measured. Yeah. I want See, a thousand I, penises mm-hmm. measured. Typically, the size from knee to hip is a good like rough measurement. Rough me. measurement. How big's yeah. your quad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you go top of knee to top of hip, that's like roughly this, probably a little bit short, but like we're in the ballpark. Okay. Yeah, I think that's one thing I like about my study. Um, if there's a hundred of you out there, I would love to measure your penises and ask you uh, what, what? Self report. <laughs> yeah, self report. Yeah. Let us know. Just about Listen to the pod. <laughs> Honestly, measure your penis from hip to knee. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which is I think is conservative. I, I would, yeah, I would call that, yeah, exactly. So it's hip to knee plus yeah. six inches. <laughs> That's like the general rule. You know what the worst part about ankle socks is? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just let that one slide. <laughs> we all know the ending. <laughs> Okay, I got one more headline here for you, bud. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go, Cam. Headliner asked nine trans canine woman banned from OnlyFans after claiming she has sex with dogs. <laughs> so trans canine woman. So she's not trans... Uh, transgendered. She is trans-speciesed. Okay. And she's not allowed on TikTok. Because she says she fucks dogs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big a lot of things pies. going on here. A lot of things going on Darla here. Darla running out of the studio. <laughs> yeah, dogs of the neighborhood uh, barking. Um, There's a lady in the tramp situation going all throughout Kitchener Waterloo right now. Yeah, that's... Man, that's scary. That's to think that someone... I mean, do you think it's an act? Like, I don't fuck. I don't know. Transspeciesism. That's a lot. To, that's a lot to take in for a Sunday night. That's a lot of me. That's a that's a lot of me yeah. calls. The the bills lose, and then you hear about trans species fucking dogs. Right, because you've already you hopped you don't know off what the to jets, believe. and you're onto the bills, right? What's that? You already hopped off the jets, and now you're. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I got no one. Now I just cheer for the Super Bowl winner. Um. This doesn't even sound far-fetched anymore. It just sounds so out to lunch where, yeah, of course you're going to get banned for saying you... What, what's it called when you fuck animals? It's, um... Be, are you thinking bestiality? Bestiality, Cam, yeah. Cam, pretending, looking around the room, pretending he doesn't know the word for when you have sex with animals. Uh, yeah. Scra- what's it called when we have... scratch on the back of his head, <laughs> leaning yeah. back in his chair... What's that, what's that What's that stuff called again? It's gross stuff. <laughs> stuff that I don't... Yeah. I don't know what that stuff's called. I don't, I don't know. It's, I don't look it up all the time. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't. I don't like TikTok, but I don't think TikTok likes bestiality. So, I'm gonna say this is a headline. Cam's one is a headline here for you. We all know the story, but the rise, of course, in OnlyFans accounts. 
where men and women in uh, sex work can use their platform to post their own content, claiming the autonomy of running their own channels. Uh, but this is a story about um, OnlyFans user Naughty Princess. Naughty with a K. Like not, like a not, like a not you would die. Ah, that's good. Naughty Princess, who has uh, more than 184,000 followers. Um, on her Twitter account has been tweeting about uh, her... 184,000? Yes. Um, tweeting about her alleged sexual encounters wow. with animals. Um, um, so most of her uh, OnlyFans content is the, like, dom-sub BDSM kind of thing. So, you know, it tracks. It's kind of, you know, uh, kind of like, a, you know, it tracks. Like you said, it makes sense. Uh, so a lot of people, a lot of people think she's just trolling, you know, like many a parody accounts have been known to do. But recently, it appears through her comments that she might be serious. Talk speaking about having uh, sex multiple times with a dog, saying in a tweet, people literally out here trophy hunting animals simply to brag that they killed that particular animal. That's okay, though. You have literally made multiple animals go extinct by hunting them. You bring animal deaths. I bring them orgasms. I'm a better alternative, so STFU. So she calls herself, like uh, the headline suggests, the first trans canine and asks that people treat her with respect. Uh, but eventually her OnlyFans account did get reported so many times uh, that um, it got deleted. Or like she was banned, rather. So then she said, please just remember I lost my job because of you guys. And now you guys got me removed off OnlyFans. Just let me have this one thing. I want to have a nice life. Sharing my links with negativity <laughs> harms me. I'm a human too. I have feelings. Which is weird because I thought she was a trans Yeah. Kind. Um, Isn't it funny when people do really dumb shit? They're like, it's because of you that this is a problem. That yeah. you don't accept that I do something completely it's, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, gaslighting. Um, so oh, is they, that what gaslighting and, is? And, and although this entire thing is whack, uh, more disturbing is the amount of support that her followers have given her as they continue to ask to watch more content. Nice. Well, good for them. It's uh. Yeah, check it out. Naughty princess, but naughty is with a K, like the word knot, like you're tying a knot. Get it? Naughty. Yeah. Naughty. I guess she ties knots in BDSM. That that probably where that would stem from, I guess. Yeah. I watched, um, there's a Netflix show called Bonded where it talked about the BDSM scene in like a sitcom kind of way. And I guess knots are a very important thing. In like, uh, like, uh, like, a, like the knot when you're tying up your boat. Like that, yeah. So, like, a fisherman has to go into knots, a sailing person has to go into good knots, and a BDSM person has to know, like, I, I guess they kind of have to, like, look a certain way, and also, I can't imagine, yeah, security has to be a thing if you're, like, hanging people upside down, right? Maybe, I guess, yeah. I feel like at that point, there's going to be a certain level of strain on your lower back, you know? Well, like, I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking if you wrap someone up so much and then like th their legs are like tied open in a certain way and they can't move them this way, like you have to know ropes pretty good. You're saying like, like wrapping them up like they're a mummy. I think, like I think, I yeah, people think. get pretty intense with that shit. I, I just assumed it was kind of like I don't I know. just assumed it was kind of like hands behind your back and maybe. I think like, that's like very vanilla. BDSM is that vanilla? Stuff. I mean, yeah. or I thought it was kind of like you know hands tied up on a on a you know a, a, I don't know something up here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> making your hands up. I don't know. I guess maybe. That yeah, like 
Cam's version of BDSM is just like a a pair of what do you call them handcuffs and a uh, a blindfold, and you're like, that's some fucking R rated shit. That's some some kinky stuff. Holy smokes! Yeah, as soon as I see spanking, I have to turn it off. It's too Mm -hmm. much for me. Yeah, (laughs) like I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable. I don't. I don't. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I don't know how realistic the show is, but it was even. There's one guy who was um, like he wanted so much control that he was in a breathing mechanism so he could only take breaths when his dom allowed for it just i think that was like that's probably the extreme stuff but yeah people get so pretty I, bored I, of one just thing i wonder in those situations and i i don't know is that like an always thing or can you like go to work or is it only in like the the sexy time that oh, you oh no it yeah so typically like Again, speaking from pop culture references, so um, it's like lawyers and um, like people who o- always have control of their lives and like are just people like CEOs who their whole job is just being asked questions. Okay, like, no, can we no, do no, this? Like, so, but no, but uh, so you can have a job. Oh yeah, like they're they're okay, like very like powerful you said with the people. Breathing thing. I assumed if somebody was beside you all the time. Oh no, that's like a sexual you, thing okay, they do so for that like is, yeah, an like hour. That, okay, okay. I was about yeah. to. I th- sorry, when you said that, I, on my mind for some reason it was like a fucking my strange addiction on Maury and yeah. something that these people are doing every day. No, no, nope. This is just a uh, a sexual thing. Which okay. Yeah, so what I, for two and a half minutes uh, every two weeks, <laughs> or are you saying like every single day? That's the part I don't know, right? Like I imagine, I imagine paying for someone for someone to do this would be so expensive. Well, good thing right? it's only about ninety five seconds. Yeah, yeah. So, um, let let us know how big your penis is in the comments. Yeah, please let us know. I think I I think I could actually figure. It. There was a lot of penis stuff, a yeah. lot of dick stuff on this episode. But uh, yeah. yeah, please let me know. I think I could accurately prove once and for all um, if men with big dicks like smaller cars or have smaller cars we can refine yeah. this but do you, we should do the do men like do men with big dicks like electric cars exactly we could do any yeah. metric about car. we could finally see that's the thing yeah. we could answer every single question uh, and truly define what big dick energy is by yeah. asking like a, uh, a, a a vetted set of questions that we believe would best create personality profiles um, but also we measure their penis uh, from from knee to hip that's good like that's I good. think we could, scientists let me know Put, make it happen. I think we could actually put to bed a lot of great stuff. Yeah. I like to do a little more digging into, like, who made that study, as in were people compensated for that study? Why would you spend any time doing this study? Also, I want the penis size of the people comp- uh, doing the study. Yeah. Because if they They're, all have little dicks, and then they realize that their study proves that they also have a little dick. Yeah. Um... You know they would they would kind of bump the numbers a little bit. Yeah, they get the results back. One guy slaps on the table. He's like, "Is that fucking Ferrari?" Out throws there? it right, yeah. throws it right into the fire. Yeah, and Sick. says, "Test them again." <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that all our headlines? Yeah, those are all the headlines. That's how okay. you play the game. Good, good. You got a. Um we have time, uh, I guess. Yeah, let's wrap up the show uh, yeah. before we head out. Uh, we got a little something called plug it or shrug it. Plug it or shrug it. Plug it or shrug it. Plug it 
more truck it plug get more truck get plug it or truck it yep it's your brother. You can start. I'll start off. I got a bit of a, a bit of a sad plug, but Cam, I think uh, I think something that you would be into. Uh, where earlier this week, a beloved professional wrestler died um, in a auto collision. Uh, his daughters were in the car. They're in surgeries, but you know, hopefully, will be okay. But he since passed away. His name was Jay Briscoe. Um, and Jay Briscoe, along with his brother forming the team, the Briscoes, had probably the three best consecutive tag matches I have ever seen in the 2020 calendar year against a team called FTR. Uh, they have three matches. Every single one is incredible, Cam. I think you would have a lot of fun watching it. They get bloody. They get intense. Uh, mans are going through tables. Uh, they have a dog. Uh, their final one was a dog collar match, which is where, like, you're tied to somebody on a on a chain by your neck damn and uh so i gotta plug it i gotta plug it uh you know it's it's it's, it's real it's too sad to see rest, rest in peace r.i.p jay briscoe check out these three consecutive tag matches ftr you're gonna love them all right well if you're looking for something else that you're gonna love uh chris hansen has a new series on youtube called chris hansen versus predator where it's basically the same thing that he did in the past but with way better visual quality because they have new updated cameras it's kind of the same show where a guy goes oh you thought because i all those texts we were i i was gonna watch football with her so i think i've seen this one where there's more like now like they meet him in motel rooms and hotel rooms there's not uh, like a house yeah the sting houses oh there is a the sting house yeah. Okay. It's great. I've seen like, earlier versions in in the middle of COVID when uh, they just like met at a motel or something. Yeah. Either way, if you're just looking for like 40 minutes of just like the same kind of thing, but lame ass dudes who are pedophiles. Quick, uh, quick word to the wise, though, folks. Um, watching um, to catch a predator, Chris Hansen is very entertaining, but just do know it will change your entire YouTube recommendation page, and just make sure you do a quick scrub or a quick research before friends come over. Yes, you don't want to open your YouTube and then all of a sudden, you know, like I don't want I, Cam. I don't have to answer in court. Like I don't know. He did have weird to catch a predator YouTube searches, but I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. And the lawyer's like, what did you see on his YouTube? It's like a lot of um, how to fillet a fish. how to tie knots. Yeah, how to tie knots, how to fillet fishes, and um, to catch a predator. To catch a predator. And yeah, then, how uh, to sharpen your knives. And then the follow-up series, what not to do to catch a predator. <laughs> Yeah, top Did ten mistakes predators this, made. This this isn't a headline or ass nine, but there was this story this week about a man who killed his wife, chopped her up and all that kind of stuff because he wanted to divorce her, but like didn't want to give her all his money. Um, but it was the the clip is in court. The um the whoever is reading his Google searches over a twelve hour period the night that he killed his wife. And oh, it's terrible because it's death and death is obviously terrible, but they're like how to dispose of a body, how long until inheritance, uh, pay inherit or like missing person pay inheritance, um, uh, luminol, find blood after how many days. Uh, and then does, some weird ones like Jennifer Aniston news. <laughs> does DNA expire? Uh, hentai tentacle. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just a few odd ones in there. Yeah, they're like, this doesn't fall the Yeah, because that's what a smart criminal will just throw them off. And they were yeah. on his son's computer. 
and that was how he, you know, tried to do the getaway with it or whatever. Oh, my God. It was this running list of things that were almost comical of, like, there's no way he searched all of these on YouTube. How to delete browser history. (laughs) (laughs) How to delete browser history. Yeah. Yeah, one question's like, does browser history record? What if I do it on my son's computer? Yeah, browser <laughs> history saved where? Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> uh, cloud save. Yeah, what is cloud? <laughs> what is cloud? Can, can FBI see this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a- am I a bad person? <laughs> It was it was random shit like that. Um, but yeah, you got to check that. Well, thanks for ever listening, everybody. We all pumped up the show here uh, tonight, and that's all we got. Rate, right? subscribe, shows everywhere. We'll be back next week, of course. More A Team, more action, um, and as we chug through the rest of this winter, Cam, we're gonna make it through. We're gonna we're make it through. Gonna, we made it, it past the, the worst worst Monday, so it's it's only uphill from it's here. Only we got- brighter skies, literally, right? Yeah, only brighter skies until then is not as bright skies, but we got a while till then. Yeah. So look on the bright side of things. And never forget, oh, plug, plug, do the thing you do. I, I just did. did. You did it? Okay. Well, folks, <laughs> never forget, the next woolly mammoth is going to come into existence in 2024 by cloning, and that's pretty fucking incredible. So stay tuned for that. I'm Cam McClare signing off. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a